because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here, Here are, are the, the biggest, biggest stories. stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston. Welcome to Breaking Boston. This is Nick Fitzy Stevens alongside Andy Jumbo Hart, where we provide you all the information, news, analysis, and perspective you, the diehard Boston sports fan, need on a regular basis. Because, hey, sometimes you don't have time to watch all the TV, listen to all the radio, but we got you covered on a daily basis in a nice, tight, compact form. And Hart, listen, I can't even go on any longer with all of the setup and the everything else. If you could watch right now on our Zoom, Andy Hart is making the choking face. Oh, my God. What are we doing, Andy? The Boston Celtics had a chance tonight to close out the Atlanta Hawks. Everyone presumed they were a 13-point favorite on FanDuel and across all the sports books. And yet, even with a 10-point lead throughout the majority of the late second quarter, throughout the second half, they choke it away. They gag it away. The Celtics at home blow it to an Atlanta Hawks team without their second-best player, DeJounte Murray. Ladies and gentlemen, the Celtics with one of the worst yeah, you know what? I'll say it. One of the worst playoff losses in recent, if not all-time Celtics history, 119 to 117. Andy, I don't even know. Like, what adjective describes it? Pathetic? Subpar? Ridiculous? Bad coaching? No heart? No gut? And Trey Young, who just goes on another one of these fourth-quarter tears with all of the guts, the brass balls, the dump truck-sized cojones. Man. I'd kill for a player like that. But I give you it well. There was talk he would be available, so uh, maybe you'll have your wish come true. But the the other word, you went through all those adjectives, hmm, somewhat predictable, I would say. I, I've questioned the Celtics' killer instinct, Jason Tatum's killer instinct, and I think that was on display. You saw Trey Young go out there, and obviously the dagger of the three-pointer just inside the logo with Jalen Brown, a little too soft in his defense for my liking. Agreed. Um, yeah, like that's it's not Steph Curry, but it's pretty damn close. So those yep. types of guys, when they come across midcourt, it's time to get a little closer. So I thought too much room allowed for the game winner for Trey Young by Jalen Brown. But you you see Jalen, we've seen this before from Trey Young. Like he's a guy that's not afraid to go into an opposing team's gym, take on the crowd, take on the defense, take on the world on on his shoulders, the earth on his shoulders, and as Randy Moss used to say. And he did that tonight. And the Celtics, you know, even in the broadcast, the ultimate green teamer, the ultimate homer, Scal, was like, what are we doing? Why are we on our heels? Why are we not attacking? Like, what's going on here? How? Because they tried to cruise to a win. You don't cruise to a win in the playoffs with guys like Trey Young or obviously Jimmy Butler. Like, there's guys that are dogs. There's guys that will do anything to win a playoff game. I don't know if the Celtics have those guys right now. They certainly didn't have those guys in the fourth quarter tonight. You know, shame on me because at the end of the game, I tweeted out, uh, this is one of the most pathetic losses in Celtics playoff history. Feel free to at me, criticize me, criticize them, whatever. Atlanta played their asses off. Trey Young is a killer, and the Celtics coasted. Just an absolute turd of an effort because I was so mad at what they, what they put forth tonight, knowing it's game five, you can clean it up, then you get a couple of days to rest everybody, get ready for a Joel Embiid less or at least a injured Joel Embiid Philadelphia 76ers. But instead, right from Jump Street, Andy, 
like I could tell there was a, we got this. We beat them in game four. We're yep. home. They're going to kowtow without DeJounte Murray, knowing they're in the garden. Lucky is in the center court. The green teamers are in full force. Banner 18 just wants to be hoisted. Uh, you know, John, like you said, Giannis is hurt. Uh, the, the path is clear. Everything about that reeked of uh, a lackluster coaching effort, a lackluster effort from the team, and entitlement. And Jalen Brown was kicking ass tonight. He had 23 at the half. He finishes with, excuse me, right here, just as I check the stat sheet, 35 points. That's a badass effort from somebody who only gets second billing on the Celtics playoff promo. I'm sorry, Jason Tatum, get out of here. Eight rebounds, six assists, 19 points. Okay, nice overall uh, line for somebody who's a good basketball player. When you're supposed to be one of the 10, 15 best players, maybe uh, an NBA uh, a first-teamer, 19 points when Trey Young is balling out and shooting 35-foot threes, Andy, for the win, daggers, and having that kind of heart. Like you said, his moxie, the stones he has to go into someone else's gym and, and, and do what he did tonight, this team lacks that and the defensive fortitude to shut someone like that down. I don't think this team has the legs to get it done. I'm sorry, I don't. See, I do um, very much so. Uh, I think how? they have the legs how though? to get but it. But how, though? Because Honestly, this is what they do. They've played down to their competition at various points all year. They've gone through stretches losing to teams they shouldn't lose to because that consistent, mature, professional uh, work ethic or whatever you want to call it isn't there. But you know what is there? The talent and the depth and the ability. And we can remember all the games where they circle the game. Multiple Bucks games where they decided, nope, we're playing the Bucks. We're going to show up tonight, and they did. The problem was without they, Tatum and Brown, though, Andy. Like no, that's they the did thing. It with like, Tatum and Brown, they did it on Christmas Day oh, that's without right. Middleton. Then they did it yeah. late in the year when they, they decide, did win by seven hundred. You're right. Yeah, Good point. Okay. When they decide they want to whoop ass, they whoop ass. Tonight they showed up assuming they were going to whoop ass, and you know what? The worst thing might have been kind of What's a that? controlled game. They controlled the game for much of the game until they didn't, and then they lost. But I think it, that fed into their, I don't know if complacency is the word, but that lack of a killer instinct is yep. definitely a part of this team. And But they also, and the good part is, they have shown the ability to flip the switch. And my guess is they go down to Atlanta, and I bet you they beat Atlanta by 12 to 15. Now, hopefully they don't hit any of the, uh, you know, late night spots in Atlanta that are very popular or the, right, uh, right, lemon right. pepper wings or anything <laughs> that uh, are they not really good though. Let's be honest. But like this game as, as, as poor as it makes you look tonight, as poor as it makes you look on in this one-off, I mm -hmm. still believe it's just a, a sort of part of the fiber of the team that does have championship caliber and ability. Now, if Tatum's going to go one for 11 from three often in the postseason, then you're right. They're not winning the championship. That can't happen. Your best player cannot do that. Now, I would also say, I don't know how often you'll face a team that'll go 46% from three. Like the Hawks were 46% from three. Like John Collins shot his ass off tonight. He played the game of his life. Sadiq Bey was a baller as well. And Trey Young just was out for blood tonight. And I, you know, listen, here's the thing. Like, while we are diehard Boston sports fans and we want to see our team get the best advantage, play the best game, and do everything they can to make a championship run because the double duck boat dream that we all have for June isn't really out of hand and still is a legitimate possibility. I got to tell you, honestly, I respect Trey Young. 
I really loved what you did tonight. I admire the shit out of that. Pardon my French. That was incredible. That was such an awesome game by him. And to pull up from 37 feet away and say, no, this is my shot. I got this. I'll put this entire team minus our second best player. Now, of course, I do realize that they were only three and five without DeJounte Murray throughout the course of the season. And I think they were like 35 and 37 with him. So they're basically the same team with or without him. Small control sample size was awesome. And I missed that from the Celtics. Because I know the Celtics did not lose this game because of the refs. But that technical on Tatum for doing the Garnett, I guess you want to call it, just sort of tapping the ball away on the yeah. Trey Young right. uh, shot on the I didn't I actually didn't love the foul on Al Horford, but I certainly hated the the technical on Tatum. And that's a point. That's like I didn't think they were very good. They called they were calling offensive fouls on on picks. Then they weren't on very similar plays. There seemed to be a lack of consistency there. I also didn't love it was kind of a dumb decision by Marcus Smart late in the game with Trey Young coming over half court. I actually believe both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, while the ball was coming up court, said, don't foul, don't foul. And then he goes for the steal, dives, fouls Trey Young. I didn't actually think mm -hmm. that was a foul. I thought that should have just been two guys fighting for the ball for a loose ball. Um, so I will not make an excuse for the Celtics, but acknowledge that I didn't think the refs were overly good down the stretch either. No, and uh, no, they they weren't. They weren't. The Celtics weren't overly good either as well. No, um, they weren't. And, and the point I also wanted to give you credit for, thank you for giving me a, a moment to collect myself, is the fact that, yes, these Celtics, you're right, Andy, they are much better when all of a sudden somebody pushes them into a quarter and says, hey, this is not this is earned, not given. Right. And so they're going to probably have to go down to Atlanta when they can spare themselves the travel when they could sit in the tub, when they could take a day off, when they could do what they need to do to rest for a series, when they're going to go up against a team that right now is physically so far from 100% and they're theirs for the taking. Like the 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 Sixers are, pardon the uh, uh, zoological reference, but they're like an injured buck by the side of the road and they're just dying to be had. And yet the Celtics, for some reason, instead of getting the job done tonight and taking care of business, feel the need to go all the way back down to Atlanta They'll put their backs against the wall. Now, then they'll show the killer instinct. DeJounte Murray, Atlanta, they're going to come out on fire. And I, I feel like they'll do the same thing, too. So I, I agree with you 100%. Um, but you don't like to see games like tonight, no. either. You don't want to acknowledge um, a weakness or just uh, something you, you don't want to see. But it is, again, we have to remember, this team has not won a title. This team is still based around relatively young players and yep. has a 30 four-year-old first-year head coach who's probably still learning which buttons to push motivationally. You think so, Andy, when they go on an 18-4 to four run and there's no timeout called in, in the process and Atlanta just fires them? What is Joe Missoula's That's allergy what to a timeout? That's what he does. Uh, okay, but but I feel like we're excusing you and I, I have really no know. control over this, but I've <laughs> exactly like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, and, I, guess. And I was yelled at by basketball people that tell me other assistant coaches can't suggest a timeout, which that's not how it's done in the NBA. The head coach decides, well, if you're an assistant and you're like, wow, we really need a timeout. I still don't understand why that guy can't be like tug at the, you know, the pocket of Joe Missoula as he walks by like, Hey coach, Quick, uh, coach. quick timeout, maybe. Just take <laughs> Let's one. Call a timeout right now. Grab him, whistle, make a faint noise, put up a plate of his favorite food or whatever. Um, we, you and I had different, uh, different opinions on um, 
that line that he had the other night when somebody said to him after the Celtics won that game in Atlanta, game four, and Jay, uh, Jalen Brown took off his face mask and the sideline reporter said, coach, uh, coach, what'd you see after Jalen Brown took off his face mask? And he said his face. And I thought like, okay, he's being glib. Ha ha. Very Belichickian. You know, my quote tweet was that's the most Missoula line maybe to date. So for the green teamers and banner 18 team, they love that. But I feel like you were like, guy, we got to maybe pick our own shtick or we got to do something trying on too our hard because trying too you. hard. Okay. He's absolutely trying too hard, but I, I don't, I don't fault him necessarily. Like I think he's had been in a tough spot all year. He inherited a team very late in the process. By the way, his old boss is now the Houston Rockets head coach. So like a lot has gone yeah. on in less yeah. than a year. And for the most part, he took the bull by the horns. He got the job done. They got off to a great start. Like, uh, give him credit, but we also still have to acknowledge he's a first-year head coach who's very young, first-time head coach, basically, learning on the job. And it is a challenging job. There were expectations. It's a young group. I always think Marcus Smart is a challenge. It, we saw it tonight, the good and the bad, the good and the bad, and then the bad and the bad and the bad, to the point where our friend Rich Keefe over at the Rich Keefe Show wondered if Marcus Smart was throwing the game late. Um, <laughs> and this is only going to fuel the debates of lineups late in games and how much Marcus Smart should be on the court. And, you know, at some point, does he become more of a detriment to the process? Like, there's a lot for Missoula to deal with. But I will just back off and, and say very simply three things. I don't think they will take a game moving forward this lightly. I think One. the Murray suspension app actually fed into that. It's like, oh, we're up 3-1. We're at home. Oh, and they don't have their second best player. Oh, we're going to cruise. They thought this was in the bag. It wasn't in the bag. Correct. Two. Two. I don't necessarily think a lot of opponents are going to shoot 46% from three and have Trey Young to hit one of those threes from a logo, essentially, with the game on the line in the waning seconds. And then three. I three. I don't actually believe Jason Tatum as much as he still needs to prove his championship medal. I don't actually believe he will have a game like this where he goes one of 11 from three in a closeout game. So those three things I think are aberrational, maybe strong, but I don't think they're going to happen too often. So the sky is not falling Fitzgerald. I know you're ticked off and you think this is the I worst am. loss in the history of bad losses, but the oh. Celtics will be fine. And as the great New York jet quarterback once said, Relax, R-E-L-A-X, relax. And as, and as another famous New York Jets quarterback that wore the number 12 once said, if the Celtics can actually get their shit together, if the Celtics can play with some heart, if the Celtics can rebound better, if the Celtics can play like they know it's an elimination game on their behalf, if, 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 Joe Namath's famous line, if, oh, such a big word for only two letters. We shall see, Andy, great perspective on that. As always, real quick, it is Wednesday morning. We are coming out hot and fiery here on Breaking Boston. Tonight, you get the rubber match of a Red Sox-Orioles series. The Red Sox won last night. However, the last name Ort is not one you're going to want to be very friendly or familiar with because, boy, was he bad bringing Kenley Jansen in for the miracle save. Andy, that was, that was something rough. Can I revisit what I said, I believe, on opening day on the Rich Keefe show? <laughs> he Ort not pitch again. <laughs> You loved it. Oh my god! Oh you my god! It. That hurts. Like, oh, several of my ribs are in pain. I feel like I just took a like a body shot. <laughs> can I take it? Excuse me, judges. Can I take a standing eight count on that? Oh no, we only have a minute left in the podcast. <laughs> okay, I'll keep rolling. 
but you're right. Oh, wow. That was absolutely brutal, but still it would be great for the Red Sox to win yet another series. Sure. Be great for the Red Sox to beat the Orioles. who of course they got the miracle win with the drop fly ball in left field, uh, in game two back in the opening series in Fenway. So that would be excellent as well. Um, uh, we are only a day and a half away, a day away, depending on what time you listen to this from the Reds, uh, excuse me, the Patriots and the NFL draft 2023. And Andy, let us hope that the Bruins, somebody will come through and sage the garden of the stink of tonight's very, very sad effort by the Celtics because the Bruins can close out the Florida Panthers in game five. Will. Likely. I, I, I'm getting Will. Will. Okay, Will. Okay, tonight. Will. That's it. Tonight, the Bruins will take care of business against the Panthers. Do you believe we will see Berge and Krejci on the ice tonight? Uh, no, I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it. Nope. But you know what? The beauty of it is, mm. don't think you need them. Don't think Same. you need them to close it out. Same. Same. I think we'll see Allmark between the pipes. I hope they don't play Berge and Krejci. I don't think you need them as well after 4-2 and 6-2 wins for the Bruins as well. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in to a hot cup of Breaking Boston. This is where we recap all the Boston sports that you may have watched. You may have been impassioned by, you may have missed. And of course, we will table set for you all the Boston sports information, news, analysis, perspective, and more that you need to know for your day. Please give us a follow if you get a chance at FitzyGFY, at Jumbo Heart. Thanks for tuning in and follow Breaking Boston on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go C's, go B's, go Sox, go Pats. Andy, we'll talk to you soon, pal. Go F yourself.